0: Uh, good morning, Keith Hadding, NC Realty Services, uh, South Bay Developers, Virtual Realty Partners and Affiliates. Good morning. Here I am again doing another Monday morning miseries. Uh, <laughs> just thought we'd try that out a little bit, see if we get a little, a little feedback, a little interest. Somebody shared a story with me this morning, got us started, so this, uh, I guess, will be the, the place to start that conversation, but yeah. Um, Saw this article that I was sent from uh, California where someone was attacked for wearing uh, a Make America Great hat. And uh, so I guess that seems like a a hot enough topic that we can talk about it. (laughs) Uh, Or can we? It appears that there are some people you just can't have a conversation with. And that that really isn't what we want to do here. We want to make sure we're very, you know, respectful. Um, to each other, if no one else, you know, in the conversation, I don't mind talking about anything, but we need to talk about it with, with respect, and that's clearly what wasn't happening in this article. This seventy-three-year-old Jewish man, um, it turns out that he is, uh, was wearing a "Make America Great" hat and went into a Starbucks, and a customer, another patron in the Starbucks, you know, decided to attack him on obviously his viewpoint of. Maybe Trump. To me, it doesn't matter which side of the aisle you stand on. We have these same conversations and arguments in my very house um, with both sides of the aisle. So it doesn't matter to me which side of the aisle you stand on. It matters how respectful you are in discussing what your viewpoint or opinion is. You're never going to change someone's opinion because you can holler the loudest or because you can out-talk them. Uh, you know, you need to you need to present your you know your viewpoint in a reasonable and, and again, respectful and polite way. And then you have a good opportunity, a possibility, maybe swaying somebody's vote one way or the other. I mean, in Christianity and evangelism, that's what it is, right? We we tell people that's one beggar telling another beggar where to find food. Um, You know, my outreach has always been most successful when people have come to me and asked. And I think by um, hopefully setting a good example and people see that, and they want to know a little bit about what you've got. How do you deal with the the trauma and drama and the situations in your life, and and still pick up and go and move on? How do you how do you deal with those things? Because you know, uh, life is about ten percent of what happens to you. I'm not sure who said that first, and about ninety percent of how you react to it. And so it seems like though the new approach to things has been, can I can I just holler and scream the loudest? Or, you know, my, my opinion doesn't have to be reasonable. My argument doesn't have to be sound. But if I can just um, outlast you in the conversation or make the conversation so uncomfortable that you leave, then the last man standing gets the vote, so to speak. Um, I, I think that's a terrible way for us as a society to, to try to learn to deal with each other uh, let's come to the table. and Let's talk about it. There's not an issue out there we can't talk about and share. Does that mean that you're necessarily going to change my opinion? No, maybe not. Sometimes we just have to agree to disagree. Does it mean that uh, you know, you're going to always walk away feeling like a winner and feeling like you're, you're right about everything and everybody else is wrong? No, that's not going to be the case either. But there are going to be times when you might point something out to me that gives me a different vantage point or perspective which could have a great impact on my thinking uh, or, or on my opinion of something. But that's the way you're going to reach people is in, you know, sharing your testimony about that situation and what your opinions and ideas are and where they come from. And then, you know, testing the waters on that. Is that a sound measurement? Uh, that's why we like small groups in the church, right? The groups gather together and study and worship together and they do life together and so when, when things get a little crazy in life, it's always nice to have people to your left and to your right that would say to you, you're wrong or you're right. You know, do we stand our ground better because we're, we have you know, others that agree with our opinion or uh, do we tuck our tail and run because we're, we find ourselves out there alone on an issue? I have always said, um, as an example, if Adrian Peterson had been in a small group environment with other like-minded Christian men around him, and they'd had a conversation about his child and his family dynamic and the situation, someone there probably would have been smart enough to say, hey, uh, Adrian, hold on a minute, dude, that's, um, you know, your baby's mama's not your wife. And the, uh, th- that opinion might be different. And so, what you might think is a normal disciplinary action, you know she might not agree with you, and so you might think that process through before you get a switch and switch your, you know the backside of your side, which you know that's how I was raised. and you know we we were spanked as children, um, but that doesn't mean that you would necessarily agree that that's the right form of punishment. and in in his case, I think that would have made a tremendous difference, or I hope it would made a tremendous difference. In his life. And so that's just an example. I'm not trying to pick on his situation or tell you it's right, wrong or indifferent. Um, I can tell you dozens and dozens of stories that I've had over the years that, that I've heard that I felt like the same thing would be true. If you just had uh, a better circle of influence of people around you, the decisions you made may have been a little different and the outcome might have been a little more fruitful or beneficial for you. So Anyways, greeting back, getting off the topic completely, aren't we? Well, we were talking about the Make America Great Again gear being such a, um, you know, this person, this woman's got to be embarrassed. First of all, let me say this. I was shocked that they, the article that I read had a little video clip and they only showed her for just a very brief second. I mean, they almost like they were reluctant to even show her picture. And if that is actually the person who, who, who attacked this man in public and, and then went on a social uh, media rant and rave about it. Um, She certainly was not your average, you know, conforming Joe either. She had a very heavy spiked mohawk haircut and, uh, and some aggressive makeup. And um, I would imagine that she probably would be very sensitive to how people looked at her even. So for her to be the one lashing out at him, you know, I don't know, is that, retaliation for what's been done to her or was it, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I wasn't there. I don't know these people, but um, it, it did strike me peculiar when I saw who she who she was by that picture. Don't know e- either of them. And that was kind of his point. She didn't know me in the first place, uh, says the 73-year-old man. And yet she came out and made these accusations about him being a racist and and not liking brown people and um, uh, called him a Nazi, and you know certainly that was very hurtful for him being a Jewish man. Uh, you know that that was about as insulting probably as it, as she could get to him. And uh, and she didn't do it just once. She came back later and did and got him got people tried to get people riled up in the store against him. I think in both cases she failed miserably. Um, she lost her job because her employer, when he heard about it said it didn't, didn't meet the values of their company, and so she was let go from uh, a music store. So uh, certainly didn't turn out very well for her. Not sure if she would do it again tomorrow or not. It seems like some of the people that are having these kinds of uh, outlashes and arguments, um, um, especially when it's politically motivated like that, it seems like it's just that's their mechanism or their method for for trying to win an argument as opposed to actually having the conversation. Um, and that's the same thing that the gentleman said. She wasn't interested in discussing any of the viewpoints or having a conversation. She was just all about trying to attack this man who clearly was a Trump supporter, but based on the, on the hat he was wearing, Make America Great. Um, so. I don't know. That's my thoughts about this morning on the Monday morning misery. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on, on what your thoughts are. I'd love to have some conversation with you uh, if that's the direction you want to go in that. Um, I guess I can sidebar this over and let's get back on the real estate page. Uh, I was reading some articles this morning as well on uh, you know why a person should buy now in 2019 Uh, as opposed to have already bought or buying later and uh, a a lot of the information that people are putting out there about motivations to buy or sell are really much more localized than the articles portray Um, that's why it's so important that you hire a realtor let's just put that out there you know, if you're in a local market, you need a local expert, a local realtor to help you make the best buying decisions. Another video that I saw this morning, the man was outlining a house in Arizona that was being built brand new. The builder was a national builder and was building hundreds of these homes in that area. And he went through there and the house has no wood wrap on it at all. It's just a foam board they're putting on the outside of the house. And Literally, you know, you could see around the outlets and outside outlets and things that the large gaping holes that were in there, how difficult that's probably going to be for efficiency. Now, on the builder's defense, this house was just framed and dried in. So we don't know what he's going to continue to do. And he may, you know, foam wrap all those gaps and seal the house up and who knows. But but certainly from a structural standpoint, the uh, uh, Wow, and if we're building houses like that out here in this area in this market today, you should be very much aware of that before you put your money down. Um, you know, I mean, we already have such a wide array of construction features here. I am in Eastern North Carolina, uh, you know, with slab construction, elevated slab construction, crawl spaces, elevated crawl spaces, pilings. Um, there's there's just so many different types of just just in terms of talking about foundations. So. Get some professional help. You know, I, I I say it in my office every day to customers who come in. You have to vet. You have to vet your builder. You have to vet your realtor. You have to vet your attorney. Everybody that's in it, you, it's your responsibility. You have to do your due diligence, do your homework, get online, check social medias, look, look for consumer complaint sites, look to the better business bureau. And before, because every horror story I hear when people walk in my office, they always start off with, I picked the wrong, whatever. I picked the wrong builder or I picked the wrong realtor. And, uh, You know, and and in my book, when you read my book, you're going to see a whole big section in there about that and talk about it quite a bit. Being careful about picking your friends um, to fill those roles because you can lose both a friendship and a a, um, business investment. So uh, do your homework. And uh, if you need help with your homework, then, you know, again, I go back to the realtor. If I hire my realtor first. And I vet that realtor and it's somebody who I can put a little trust in. Then I can also maybe trust in those comments when I ask about, is this going to be the better built house for the money? Um, You know, what do you know about this house? What can you what can we discover about this builder and this house together? And so, you know, starting with that realtor, you're able to get everybody else kind of vetted a little, maybe a smoother, a little quicker. But take the time to do that. Do your due diligence. I think that will help you be less miserable on Monday mornings. And you'll have less, <laughs> less to talk about here, but there's always plenty of things for us to share about what makes us miserable. Anyways, nice and short today. Uh, keep it under 15 minutes for this uh, rant. Love to hear what's going on in your world, even the things that drive you crazy. Uh, it's kind of fun to look back on things later and laugh about what frustrated us today. So I might not be able to laugh about it today, but, um, you know, maybe down the road a little ways we can look back and say, hey, I remember when. And uh, and talk about that. So again, my name is Keith Hadding, NC Realty Services. Go to the website, please. Check out the blog. We'll try to do a blog along with all these podcasts. Uh, pre-register for the upcoming book release. Uh, it's it's ncrealtysvs.com. Again, that's ncrealtysvs.com, NC Realty Services. And my name is Keith Hadding. God bless.